0: What if people you keep meeting are great people, kind, considerate, caring, funny, smart, no, I'd mind, uh, attractive? <clears throat> well, the only thing is that they don't believe in celibacy. Although they are willing to be celibate for you, or they still have questions about Christianity, is it an unrealistic standard if you don't give them a chance? <laughs>
1: My pastor is about to shine. Just watch.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's anonymous, but it could as well have been from me and half of the audience here, yeah, from all the homes.
2: Mm. Let me um, put it this way. Let me ask a question. Let me, let me say it this way. Um, I'm, I'm happily married. I think I'm happy. I'm really, really happy in my. The adjective
0: life. is needed. I'll be happy. But
2: let me like really, really happy. I, my, my wife is my. Like I love my wife to like die. So it's true. Ahead. No, it's true. It's just true. Like with this, with this small fight on. I'm sorry, babes. Sorry. With this <laughs> small fight, What's today? Today is Thursday, so she did something on Tuesday evening, which, to be fair. She didn't really. It wasn't really her fault per se, but it's not about the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> about how it was. When I, mean, I received it, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. I didn't tell her. She went to bed. I woke up next morning. I was trying to write the talk. Uh, she now asked me because she was trying to joking me. Now asked me, is, is everything alright? I just looked away. <laughs> all right. Wow. So I now sent text. You I said, said the text. Yes, she was even, and she was right she was, where oh. I was. I did it, yes. I can be, yes, pastors are petty, you didn't know. <laughs> I was, as I was writing the thing, I was like, you are such a baby. Like, I was right, I was like, when eh. you didn't do this, and then, uh, you don't know, it's very hard for me to, to continue. When you're not happy with me, it's very hard for me. I, I did it, I can show you the text. And then she now came up. I can now say, but I didn't know that she now hug me, put my announcement. Oh. <laughs> and then from somewhere, inspiration came to write. So I just started writing. <laughs> I have this friend, though. He's like one of the most amazing people. That guy's been so generous before I got married. Very generous, very, you know, wonderful. He does everything, loves my kids. Um, he, he, um, You know, I said he was there for me before I got married. There is nothing, you know, he loves everything about me. All of those kind of things supportive. The only problem we have is that he doesn't like my wife. He,
0: he
2: he just, he's not sure about her. He's not sure about her motive. He's not sure he's. um, So that's the only thing. So, but he and I are still friends. What do you think? If God is the most important person in your life, and God wants you to do certain things, and you say somebody cares about all these other things, the person ticks this box and ticks that box and ticks that box and ticks, the only problem is their view doesn't align with God's view about celibacy, their view about Christianity, they're still unsure. Is it realistic for you to give, not to give that person a chance at all? The way you react to that is going to deter, is determined by really how much God plays a central role in your life. There is no such thing as the only thing is just that he is not celibate. Don't forget what I said about sex and all of those things about celibacy. It's not just sex; it's a view about your worth. It's a view about what is sacred. Now, I'm not saying we can't force Christianity down anyone's throat. You shouldn't. If you try and force Christianity down anyone's throat, they didn't really believe. They have to be persuaded. But if you tell somebody, you know what, I'll give you a chance. Let's start dating. And this other thing, this Christianity thing, we'll figure it out. You know what you're telling the person? My faith means so much to me. My God means so much to me. You just matter more than him. So at that point, you are not only being unfaithful to God, you are communicating something about your faith to that person as well. You think the person is eventually really going to convert to the faith. Mm-hmm. Your true faith is the person and you already have it or have had. So when someone comes to me and says, everything about this person is great or not, that I don't disagree. But you said you don't share the same faith. Not just that the person came to a Christian. On t- central tenets about it, the person says, no. It should be, and if you're honest with yourself, it should be a non-starter. That should be somebody that you can be a good friend with, somebody that hopefully you can lead to Christ, not somebody you should be dating. Don't think about the now and how you feel. Think about if you did get married, how would you raise your children? You say, "Oh, sorry, daddy can't come to church. Why? Uh, because daddy doesn't really care. He's not really into church. Oh, Mommy, the other day when we were praying, you said that the most important thing to me was Jesus Christ. But you married Daddy, and Daddy doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. It's complicated. It's complicated. All right. So I, I hope that I hope that that answers that. It comes down to who is the most important person in your life.
0: All right. Uh, oh, by the way,
2: that, that that whole thing about the friend, I know they they exist. Though. I use it as an analogy, just in case <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have no such friend. Believe me alright
0: maybe <laughs> hey, do you want to take the next question or...
1: um, I thought we were going to get something from the crowd is there any questions that anyone wants to
2: ask I
0: think that's still warming up. Joloff is still
1: alright okay All that right. party
2: Joloff wasn't bad <laughs> sorry for you guys that couldn't make it <laughs> <laughs> alright um, okay
1: how do you handle an imposing partner in a relationship phase that always insists on you doing what you are not interested in doing. Even when you state your reasons of not being interested, it leads to arguments. Anonymous.
2: Yeah. Sometimes the, the, the question seems like someone says, how do I Please help me. My car doesn't have any fuel. I don't have money to buy fuel. And I don't want to put fuel inside it. But how can I move this car? How can I move the car without fuel? You know, sometimes we ask. Is it you push it? Right? And when you push the car for such a long time, what happens to you? And many times when we are pushing, you are trying to push somebody that is intimidated. Let me again, please. Many times we ask questions. Um, we had a series we just completed um, in church on on the things that you the, the 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 things that you need to thrive in a very difficult working environment. What are what are the things you need to do to thrive to work in an, uh, to to in in the difficult terrain? And the last thing we looked at was social and emotional intelligence. And one of the things I said about social intelligence is your ability to always ask and find out the um, the the why behind an action or a question. When you say somebody is intimidating, how do I deal with it? I'm sorry, it's not you that needs to deal with it. It's the person that needs to deal with it. And the why behind that is somebody that's intimidating that constantly makes you do what you don't want to do. That person doesn't love you. So they buy me presents. Let me tell you, there's a difference between loving somebody and being obsessed with someone.
0: English.
2: Obsession is, if I, may, if I may summarize it in this way. Because some people, you know, um, obsession is basically this. If I don't have you, nobody else will. That's not love. In fact, that is loving myself. But I cannot figure and imagine a situation where somebody else will have you. I can imagine a situation where I can have somebody else, but not you. And so whatever that means, whether I have to shout or scare you, whether I have to buy you, whether I have to buy you all these gifts, whether I have to, you know, sometimes cry before you, I will do anything to have you. That's not someone that loves you. Someone that says, "Eh, you hurt me down in this way. You hurt me in this way. I forgive you. Abby." So now I have the right to hurt you. Don't say it that way, but they hurt you or they make you do what you are not meant to do. Oh, you made me sin against God, so I can make you sin against God. If you don't give me this thing, then I will not be, um, if you don't give me this thing, then, then I will not be pleased with you. Again, I'm saying when so, you're in a relationship where you are being controlled, again, the way it was phrased, it's just curious to me that the person says, the person keeps making me do these things that I'm not interested in doing. The person doesn't value you. You can't make the person value you, but you can make yourself value yourself. And the best way of doing that is a word with five letters. (laughs) J-A-P-A-A. No, but I'm serious. Don't try to make someone love you that doesn't love you. Don't. It doesn't work like that. The problem is you are trying to love that person for you and for the person. You are loving yourself for the person, and you are loving the person for them. <laughs> but the person is neither love; it's not loving you; it's just loving themselves. So please value yourself a little bit more, because God values you a lot. Okay.
0: Um, another question. Uh, this is from Olakweju. Um, it says, what if I'm not devaluing myself? Should I stay in the situation?
2: Yeah. So. What if you are not devaluing yourself, you know, again?
0: So chances are, it sounds like this person is the one dictating the temple. Or, um, I could be wrong. I
2: could, could be, be wrong. Let could me be. Maybe I should take it that way. Olakweju, if you have the chance to clarify, Yes, that would be good. Yeah. But I can t- see it in two ways. I can see it in that way. I can see it as um, Olakweju, like as far as Olakweju like is concerned, When they think about themselves, they don't think that they are devaluing themselves. And the crucial mistake, I think, in that is a fallacy that most people commit. It is how I feel that determines what is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Many people are hurt and they say that I don't feel hurt. Mm -hmm. It's not not, not paining me, it's not whatever. All the signs, I can't tell you, many people I've met that are in traumatic, they have had traumatic situations. I say, no, they're okay, they're fine. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Because all the signs of trauma, everything is there. So don't always think, this is why I would always say, I'll say it again, you can't live, even if you're an introvert, God never designed us to live alone. He just didn't. You, you, You are not smart enough no matter what your jam score said, and most of you your jam score already tells you who you are uh-uh. <laughs> i don't know i'm just oh, saying it I'm just saying, my, can, I, my can my, I can oh, i be real no, can i can't. be real i'm just saying what, that what you if you didn't take jam? what if you didn't take jump yes what did you take gcse I gcse we We, did we abroad. abroad we didn't do that in the jam. abroad <laughs> in the abroad with that strong so, 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 but much, much love, much love, yeah, much love, much love, much love. Don't be offended. Much love, much love, love, love much love, much love, much love. Much love, much love. Oh, it's true. Alright. Sec- second coming of P Square. All right. Um. So, <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> yes yes so it is if if it is a situation where you are just evaluating by yourself i'm telling you it doesn't it doesn't always work it doesn't always work if my wife had asked me that very first time what's wrong i said nothing because you want to look strong most of us don't want to seem like we've been used So we don't admit it. That's why we keep being used over and over again. Because we want to be seen as though we are in control. So the issue is not whether you you feel that you are not devaluing yourself. If you are in a situationship, can I say to every single person, you are worth more than a situationship. If you are in a situationship, by definition, you are devaluing yourself. By definition. Not if you have a good friendship or whatever. No but you are in a a relationship that is not clearly defined, but you are able to give things that you should be giving to a relationship that is defined, then you are not valuing yourself well enough. So I would say it may not be the explicit. It may not be that you've told yourself, oh, I am useless. It may not be that. No, you may not have gotten to that situation. But Jesus says, it is not, it is, it's out. Those that will come to me on the final day and say, Lord, Lord, we put your name, we prophesy to your name, we cast out demons in your name. He says, it's, it's not by what you say, it's by the fruit that we read it. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say to you, if that's the situation, fine. If it's the situation that you are making the other person seem um, um, undervalued, right? Okay, fine, you are not undervalued. All right, how do you want to be killed? You want to be shot or you want to drink poison? Mm-hmm. You know, fine, you are not shooting yourself, right? But you are actually devaluing someone. Who you are putting someone in an uncertain position? Someone who God created in His image. We shouldn't be doing that either. So my point is that situationships are wrong. They are wrong for you, but they are, they don't say the best thing about you that God has said. All right. Um So this question is for
1: Pastor Femi specifically. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, I'm reading the question. It's not me that's <laughs> no, asking. Like that. That's actually the question. All right. Uh, okay, for money, you call this when man on naa again. Ah, oh so.
0: Dalu. You know, I understand. the man. So actually, say, take it again. Okay, yeah. translate it. Okay, so no, say it now, so I can. All right. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, for How uh, did you know? No, that's not it. Ah, yeah. she said it. No, it, when you saw your wife, I started from the other. Why side. Why did you do that? Because it's easier to say. Who
2: speaks Yoruba here to help him <laughs> translate? The English is obviously too hard for him. Say. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he spent time in the abroad. <laughs> For six years. Yes. For six yes. years. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, can you? The actual question: How did you know your wife was the one? Oh, have you seen my wife? There's no way you would think she's the one, even for you. <laughs> but she's mine. <laughs> she's watching. She's watching. She's watching. Yeah, yeah, but I want—I want us to savor the moment. Okay, but this—this this thing I just did—it's going to buy me favor for three weeks. Here's the thing: I didn't know my wife was my wife when I first saw her. I knew I liked Tasha. In fact, I didn't even know what her Christianity was like. I knew that the girl was fine. That was it. It was like that was it. I went for a conference. I first saw her friend. Her friend was ushering because the conference was hosted by her church, they were in Abuja and Lagos. I saw a friend, the friend was ushering, you know. I was in my mid 20s at that point, so my my I started settling my questions, right? <laughs> I, I was moving from the, phase, the experimental, well, I'd moved from my experimental phase. So I saw a friend ah, at that point. Me, I'm looking for fine, godly babe, but I can't know godly first. It's fine, I can know first. <laughs> so I was all fine. I like, I ah, had this friend, is fine, no. We we're inside the stuff, you know, inside the, the hall and everything. Then I now, we now went out. It was now in the foyer. It was brick. And then she, she just walk up us. You know, walk up I, I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, who is that? I want to be part of our spiritual journey. Like, God is taking us somewhere and I must be there. I have to be on it. I have to be on it. So honestly, I can't lie. If I lie to you, now God will strike me. The, I went to meet her, I went to know her because she was fine. She was fine. And that was it. We were, in a, we, were in a, we were in a Christian conference. So at least she must, even if she pretends to be Christian, she must be Christian small. So <laughs> so just on the side, on the side, she said she saw me the day before when mm-hmm. I landed. And yeah, remember Chris? Remember Chris? Chris, this is the thing that can you know, when, when she saw me, she said, she said, I can't remember this one. She said that a lot of sisters were like, ah, Femi's is here, Femi's is here, mm. Femi's is here. So she was doing registration. And when she just saw me, she said, I can never marry somebody like this. <laughs> 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 Forty years after, two children. <laughs> God, that's a sense of humor. <laughs> Where sir. <her>? All right. <laughs> So, but you notice now with all these sisters all around you, that's, immediately she had disqualified me. Mm. And she said there was one small meeting that we were there and some people were saying some stuff and then I said some things, I made some kind of contribution and I said, ah, this one knows Bible sales. <laughs> you know, so she called me, that day, I sort of cornered her, we spoke for like three hours. <laughs> but like, on the
0: physically? Physically. Three hours.
2: I told you that she had a journey she was on. And I was trying to <laughs> join the You think it's just by. So we did. So we, we struck it off. Got our uh, exchange Wait, numbers. Yes. Did you, was it
0: at the conference? Or did you go at to the conference. See? So you it didn't go to restaurant? You didn't even water her? No. Water. Where we, in the, three hours we were in the conference.
2: And believe me, those are our own spiritual conferences. It's not like all this one they do nowadays. You start at 8 a.m. You finish at 10 p.m. Daily. And you come back and you pray from 6.30 a.m. to 8. Before the next one. So there was enough time. Maybe we started around 6.30 and we now spoke to like... any we did it. We spoke for three hours. <laughs> we exchanged numbers. I got to Lagos. And it was just keeping in touch. That was the truth. Mm-hmm. Keeping in touch. But as we kept in touch, was I w- I was living in Lekki, but I was working in Bagada. So on my way to Bagada, I will call her in the morning. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes. On my way back, I will call her. So as we kept talking, okay, one day she just okay, what is this one that I have been calling me? <laughs> clarity. She had, clarity. 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 Yeah. And, and me, I was... I said, don't worry. I'm not... And, I told her, so she had, and before this, she had already gone to meet an elder in her church. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. The elder gave her some advice. This is what you should do. This is what you should do. Blah, blah, And so by the time, within four months, you know, I took a trip to Abuja. I told her my intention. She came to meet me in a hotel. She came with three of her friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: me, she said, where are you? I'm in a hotel. <laughs> Come and see me. Hey, okay? Hey, devil, not today. <laughs> she, she came with her friends. And Honestly, I basically told her, this is what's up. This is how I feel. And quite frankly, I want to marry you. So our all this one, they say, I'm dating. After dating, I'm doing this. After that, then you have to do proposal. My asking her to be my girlfriend was the proposal. It was. It was literally. So it was a very, very purposeful dating relationship. And our last, no, the two single Lagos, Lagos in 2018, I speak about that. Purposeful dating. That's what we should be doing. Now, it was... In that four months of talking, that I became more and more convinced that she was the one. So I didn't first ask her. We didn't start a romantic relationship. But it was obvious as we kept on talking, 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 I knew this was it. She already asked for clarity. I, as quickly, I didn't want to do it over the phone, so I traveled. And again, I was traveling. I was, I was going to the abroad in three weeks' time. <laughs> right? So I wanted to make that clear. So here's the thing. I made a commitment. I saw enough in her to make a commitment for us to be dating. And once I made that commitment, it was like, this is where we are going. Now, it doesn't mean we are going to go get there. As we started doing that purposefully, I mean, she let her parents know within a few months and all of that, I became more and more aware this is the person. As we got married, I became more aware after I married that she's the person. And I'm more convinced that she's the person this year than I was last year. What am I trying to say? You never just get and sit and say, now this is the one. People that find out, this is the one because of, stop all this Hollywood, stop all this prophetic, all these things say, God told me. It doesn't work. You have to confirm. So you can have an idea, but confirmation is required to seal it. Now, there's a point of comfort that you cross. There's a point of comfort that you cross where you know, yes. And that point of comfort is when, not based on what you have said, but godly, wiser people around you have tested certain things. There are certain ladies that my wife and I um, mentor and all of that. And there's an agreement. If there's somebody and all of that, they, you are not crossing over until we examine the person. And they to agree. You can like, you can whatever. But there are things that we will see that you can't see. And so once I'd spoken with a number of people, I spoke to her dad three months after. I spoke to her mom three months, uh, four months after, no, three months after I spoke to the dad. Like, all of those things, her sister, her brother, all of those things, I just bought those, I just those ones with money, you know, I was just buying things for her. The sister is there, she's sitting around there, and bought, her, bought her things, you know, just buy her clothes. She came to England, I all bought her stuff, you know. Oh, After me, and i now married. What is, you can stay in the house, I'm not buying you anything. <laughs> so, the, so, if you get what I'm saying, my point is, my point is, before you start dating, before you start dating, if you are in the talking stage i don't think there's anything wrong in a talking stage i think there's something wrong with an extended talking stage so once you're in a talking stage and you start seeing certain things you start asking certain questions you start asking certain questions about what the person thinks about is about what, once you hear celibacy i'm um, eh, eh, all right don't call me again you know there's no need you don't start convincing somebody at 28 about celibacy if they say yes they are lying to you most likely that hey are you serious so really, God didn't want us to have sex. Like, the guy is 28. You think he didn't know? So so there are certain things that you already want to know. And at that point, you start getting comfortable. Like, especially when the talking stage is extended, you may have friends around. you may... Now, if the talking stage extends, and you can be sure of some of those things, then you can be willing to say, let's take, give this a risk. And when you start dating, you then present the person to certain people. And if they are OK with it and all of that, you have to be checking whether the person is purposeful, if it's the ladies, if, it's the, if the guy. You have to see whether the person is exclusively giving, all of those kinds of stuff. As you start asking questions about beliefs, that matters. Somebody I counseled recently, I feel sad about it, but I won't say what the church, but it's like the person is like part of a Baptist church and the person that they are dating is like part of a cellar church. And I'm not saying Cele is bad, I'm not saying Catholic church is I'm just saying two of them are radically different. And I'm like, how are you going to join this thing? And the person says, I know, 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 I know. But it's hard. And the problem is the person had already entered into it and stayed so long without letting anybody know that it was now so difficult for the person to break up. Whereas if you are at that point, the talking stage and all of that, they're exposing all of these things, they can stop you. So if you are comfortable with these things and the person is comfortable with that and you go into a more, um, a a relationship, a, a more pronounced relationship, you will see more and more the confirmation will be coming. The person won't be perfect, but at least the person may have those things that are right and you can keep, keep going forward.
1: Thank you. Sorry, Olala. Um, so for the guys now that were listening to what you said, we should go for
2: Christian events and look for fine babes. Come for single in Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> right? I hope you guys have been talking to each other. Huh? <laughs> or you've been swearing to each other only, like, don't no, come.
0: Can answer all right,
2: hand. I'm sure, I'm sure. Just exchange some numbers. That's all I'm saying. It's allowed. All right, ladies. We have your blessing. You have my, uh, you have my blessing. Some of the guys here are good guys. I know them. They are good here. There are some, of them, some of them, one or two of them are married. So if anybody just ask them, are you married? <laughs> Check, just in case, because you are never totally sure. Yeah, but go for Christian events. I would say so. No, seriously. You're joking, but at least that helps you weed out some stuff. I know there are bad people in church now. I know. But at least this person was, And yes, no, there is no good person outside church that wants to be outside church, that wants to be outside church. And let me say that very clearly. The person may be praying, may be having devotions, may be killing, but what the person is essentially saying is, I like Jesus, I don't like his wife. Yeah. That is a pretty bad deal. And you can say the person can preach, the person can whatever. If the person is not accountable, you know what that person is? That person is a law to themselves. And so by the time you get into your marriage and you have a difference of opinion, the guy will say, I'm not willing to listen to you. You better submit to me. And you better hear my voice. No. If the person is liking Christ and is not liking church, it's not yet okay. He may be on his way to being okay. Let him become okay first. And then. But yes, meet them in church. Then actually examine them. Because if you are meeting them in a club, alone, and then you now say that boy is a good guy, or she's a good girl, what do you mean? So yes, choose where you go. Because time, time is of the essence. Thank
0: okay. you. Okay, I have another question. Um says hi my name is Ifeo Lua. my question is why is kissing regarded as unsafe in a relationship especially when the parties are engaged or betrothed or whatever mm. why is kissing assumed to always lead to more and does it always lead to more
2: somebody said somebody said ah Therapy waiting to happen. Okay. I'm going to come at this. This is one of my favorite questions. It is. It's one of my favorite questions. They say, in church that I'm on, I am on a massive crusade. I won't lie. To stop kissing from here, I am on a massive... And I used to tell a lot of my friends, pastors, all of you, we all just did a conspiracy of silence on this thing. And I have seen people damaged by it. Now, first, does it always lead to, to sex? This is what is called the slippery slope argument. Right? That I can kiss and it will not lead to sex. So it's not a sin. Right? And people used to argue, argue, argue. (laughs) You know what was funny? A lot of people that used to come and argue with me about it, when I then asked them, So last time you kissed, did it end there? You have put all of these things, the last time you kissed, did it end there? And you say, You are not talking about myself. I like to say the slippery slope argument, you know why it keeps coming up? If it was such a bad argument, why does it keep coming up? You know why? It's undefeated. You can try to say, it doesn't mean you can do all of that and go all theoretical. The slippery slope argument is undefeated. That's why I said again, what, where's your hand? You say, okay, my, we didn't. We didn't, let's say it's a lady. We didn't, I didn't put my hand on him. He didn't put my hand on me. He, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Okay. If we want to be explicit, well, are we adults? No, no, no We are adults. We are, we are adults. We are, we are going. <laughs> next time you kiss, next time you kiss, ask him that you want to check whether he has a third leg. <laughs> whether something is still there. Did he have an erection? Let me tell you, all these things. If it was, if it's not sexual at all, and the guy has an erection, what is happening? stop this. Eh? Stop it it. B- they said, biologically, blood just moved to somewhere. No. Now, here's the thing. Then next person will say, like, will, be now? I will say, what if it didn't happen? Do you see what happens? We keep arguing from the standpoint of exceptions. I, I said that. Not you. <laughs> I know. We keep arguing. So what, what somebody keeps trying to do, what they keep trying to do, and I keep saying, is that you keep trying to give the lowest, what if, what if, what if, what if. And I'm like, you're saying what if, what if, what if. And I have multitude and multitude of multitude that are saying it's not what if, it is happening. And it's the devil that keeps deceiving you to keep looking at the one out of 100,000 that doesn't happen. And it's like, since there's one out of 100,000, then you can't tell me it is it. Do you see the foolishness in that? So, if you don't put your hand in whatever, if it doesn't have erection, if it doesn't if all of those don't happen, let me tell you, it's still a sin. Why? Even with all of that, let's let me tell you why. Because kissing is not. I am not talking about holy kiss that the Bible says about. Kissing is a sexual activity. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, right? If you don't believe that it's a sexual activity, go and kiss your sister. French kiss. Does it feel, does it feel, does it feel disgusting? Does not feel disgusting? Why can't you do it? Why can't you do it? Because we know, we are using arguments to try to cover up something. Deep down, everything in us knows that kissing is not just done with anybody. Oh, you don't? All right, if you see your babe kissing another guy, what's your problem? <laughs> She's just showing him brotherly affection. Really? My point, the reason why I'm saying is that when the Bible talks about sexual immorality, it is not, it is not sex before marriage it is sexual activity before marriage to which you don't say no it's just sex okay let's remove let's remove kissing let's remove kissing no kissing if you if you touch your your babe's breast is it is it okay is it okay (laughs) like because i don't know what someone said because because it's not it's not sex is it is it sex it is, it is, maybe it's not in the Bible. But you know what it is. So when we talk about sexual activity, we're talking about a spectrum. A spectrum that reflects something. It reflects unity. Kissing is a joining of the two. You say how about holding hands. The difference between kissing and holding hands is that I can hold Taiwo's hand and my wife will have no problem. I cannot kiss Taiwo. So at that point, you know that, okay, it's a, Holding hands is a sign of affection that can happen between people that are romantically involved and people that are platonically involved. But French kissing, I don't know why it's French, but anyway, because a lot of Niger people do it. But French friend kissing is not something that should, that should be done between people that are platonic. And I'm saying this, please, please, please. Okay, now let me beg. I'm saying it, please. It is, it is I've seen too many people hurt. And you are trying to talk yourself out of it. And actually, even if you don't go further, the fact that you've been, and even if, if it's a very, very strong if, the fact that you keep going ahead tells you something. But finally, Song of Solomon is the most sexual book in the whole of the Bible. And it tells you about a sexual spectrum, right, that ultimately culminates in sex. When it says, don't arouse love, ultimately culminates in uh, in, in Whatever and the Song of Solomon one verse two, very immediately tells you, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. If you are too, looking for an explicit, it tells you straight up there. If you are, the, show me in the Bible. Show me in the Bible. I've shown you, but you still go ahead and kiss again. Because many times it is. Remember what I said. It's not why do bad things happen to good people alone, but why do? Please don't do that protect yourself. If, and I'm not talking about ladies alone. Guys too are being hurt up and down. You understand? It's not, let's not do that. Okay? So.
1: Alright. Um, Ovier, does God reveal or confirm certain persons to you as towards a relationship or as the one? And if so, can we also seek God for clarity, but not neglecting our part to play in building relationships and getting to know each other? Say that again.
2: Ask the question again, yeah, please. Alright.
1: Does God reveal or confirm certain persons to you as towards a relationship or as the one? That's the first part. The second part is, and if so, can we also seek God for clarity, but not neglecting our part to play in getting to know each other?
2: Oh, okay. Um, Does God... I, I, please don't enter any... Don't marry somebody without God's confirmation. Like... If you are not asking God about the person you want to marry, then what are you asking God for? Money. <laughs> 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 That's a good answer. I mean. That's a good answer. Money. But, but seriously, I mean, there are fewer, uh, you know, apart from the decision you make to become a child of God, I cannot think about a more important decision if you are given the opportunity to have that. But,
0: so, what does confirmation mean? I'm
2: getting there. So so you have to be able to seek God's answer. But here's how you don't seek God's answer. If someone says, I want to marry this person, I say, do you have a word? So what what, was that? What what do you A a remark. Like, you know, you're not getting to the dream. I had a dream. I knew one girl. Poor girl. Poor girl. She had a relationship with a, a particular guy. That guy loved her so much she and that guy, you will see them. They're like, you know, equals. They they love Peas each other, import. right? What? Peas
0: import. Um,
2: Can't be using uh, You understand? Uh-huh. I was about so to say... Piece. Piece. beds piece. of a
0: feather. No? They're like, they're like bees and planting.
2: Beds of a feather. The just bed so share, so like share. Like the same feather. Just
0: okay, bees, bees and planting. planting.
2: No, they're not in the same place. You see it's granot, Two granotes in the same shell. That's better.
0: Peas in a pond! Granote is not pea. Okay, sorry. <laughs>
2: in the same hey, all right I <laughs> these brought things now, so the girl they were vibing the girl the guy they didn't used to go to the same church, but they were both like good strong believers, and chances that they they both could at least attend the guy's church um you know, the guy had stuff he was doing, she had stuff was, she was doing, he was encouraging her blah blah and everything, and then. In church, I can't remember whether it was the person first or somebody that said, "No, that's not the person. That person's your husband." Mm-hmm. No, the guy came meet her and said something like that, and that God told him. I said, "Ah oh, no." Then the girl went and dreamt. God she went and dreamt, and in the dream, what was shown to her was the guy that said that God told. He was. He was. He, he was. Um, she was with him in one journey. Some. You know these things are never straightforward. Now, so she was. She was walking with him in one way, and she looked back, and the other guy was at the back, and some other things. She saw that one. Then, then one elder. She went to meet an elder. They saw a vision, and everything. Now she enters. So she dumps down that other guy. She. She's totally heartbroken. She's now with this guy. This guy tells her straight away. Oh, see, the way you dress. When you get married, you can't be dressing like this. So. You're not dressed like this. Second, when you, when we get married, you know, this is your job that you're doing. You're better, you're just going to have to quit because you're coming to blah, blah, So my wife and I are talking to her like, what, What's, wh- why are you still in a relationship with this person? She said, God told her. I want you to see. what part of, what part of, what part of, god speaking on that person you don't did you not see because from all i can see of what you told me at that one that was why god was speaking god was speaking like god was so clear in that that guy you dumped the bible tells us three ways god speaks promises prophecies and principles promises prophecies principles don't worry god has not made any promise to you except he made it in christ when we see god make promises he made to abraham he made to david he made to us in Christ, right? Promises, whatever God has promised, will come to pass. There's no if, but what have you? That one will come to pass. Then there are prophecies that you can get in vision, dreams, and whatever. What does the Bible say about prophecy? The fact that hey, you got a prophecy, you are not bound. If somebody saw a vision about you, you don't have to obey it. Sure, you know that. The Bible says wait. If the Bible says it can be wait, then it's not. You are not morally obligated. Is God told you? God hasn't told me. When is he going to tell you? You go and speak to him. Until he tells me I'm not going to do anything. Do you understand? By and large, the number one way that God speaks to us is through principles. By and large. That is, So put your hand on your head. Put your hand on your head. Say, God gave me this head. And inside this head, there's a brain. And God wants me to use that brain. Do you understand? You If, if, let me tell you, Three plus three, that is equal to six. That is a revelation from God. Do you understand? It is true. God created this world ordered. He put in through this world the law of non-contradiction. Right? Lola cannot be my wife and be my wife in the same place and in the same relationship. That is nonsense. And God doesn't understand nonsense because he's not the author of confusion. So God says, Here are things that should tell you that this is the kind of person you should marry. Hey, is the person a Christian? If somebody has a vision about your your husband or your wife and they say they are not Christians, no. No. Two, do you guys have, even if you are Christians, do you have the same fundamental beliefs? No. Ah, we won't go to the same church. Are we going to be united? If we can't be united spiritually, what are we talking about in terms of (coughs) of unity? The most fundamental unity is first your... Spiritual unity. So why are you not going to... It doesn't matter how vivid the dream was. Three. You have absolutely no affection for this person. None. And this other one you have. Right? And even Jesus, the Bible says that he would rejoice over us with singing. And this one is like, I am mourning over this person. But there, there's something about revelation that always makes us feel like God wants the opposite of what we want. Why do we fall for these things? Revelation, that's the problem. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. You know, I said there's prophecy. I said there's revelation. But I'm saying confirm it with principles. Because by and large, the principles is the place of wisdom. And that you don't confirm on your own. So I'm saying to the person, please hear from God. And you hear from God in some of the principles that God has laid down. And sometimes you are blind to see those principles. So he adds another principle. Don't, uh, another principle, don't try and figure it out on your own. Have godly, wise counsel, uh, people in council. Make sure that the person is accountable. Make sure all of these things matter. And then he may confirm it with a dream. He may confirm it with a prophecy. To say, you are on the right path. Keep going on. I hope this is clear. So I am not in any way trying to say you shouldn't hear from God. I'm saying hear from God properly. And not all these... <laughs> these people that don't have game, that always see Revelation. That's just the truth. Let's just say it like this. They are the ones. Because the only... But the, <laughs> it's true. When they know that they can't talk, they can't keep conversation with the guy or with the girl. You're always looking down. When you know you can't carry it on, oh, you just, ah, man, ah, oh... Uh I Holy Spirit. No, not No, get some game, guys. Get yeah, some wow. game. Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm just preaching to somebody. You heard
0: it here first. To get some game. All right. Does anybody have any questions in the audience? And
2: maybe that's the final question.
0: We have one more question. Oh, okay. we have one more. One question. more question. Person says, "Hello, church. How do we identify that the person is not pretending to be the ideal Christian partner we want?" Yeah.
2: yeah I'm going to sound like a broken record. Right? You know those days uh, when we used to use CDs. So, not those days. So, uh, you know when no. CDs are scratching? Ah, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, you should have just let me. Nobody said it. You know when CD is scratching, it repeats. I'm going to sound like a, a, a repeat CD. Get, get, a uh, repeat, a scratch CD. Get people low. Get people low. Oh. You know, sometimes people beef. You know, I, sometimes I know that I laugh. I get pain. I know sometimes people have to learn by bad experiences. There are people my wife and I will advise. They will say, "No, it's not." They'll try and argue, then they'll come back and now say, "You are right. It's true. You are right." Get people um, to, do what? Sorry. to see to see to see. Yeah, to see. It's true because a lot of people actually they give off. You know, they, they know how to pretend. They know how to, to say the right thing. And if this were your brother, this were your sister, you would see it. The problem is that it's you. Right? They said, um, love is blind. It's true. It covers your eyes. You don't see certain things. You, you, make, you, you want to believe it's true. And so it covers. And so what happens is somebody else is not smitten and stricken the way you are. So they are seeing more openly, more clearly. So put the person in front. Sometimes they ask questions that even you, you'd be like, why didn't I ask that question? I always say I uh, was asking some reasons, they said, just what church does that person go to? And the answer could not be. It wasn't uh, but well he um <laughs> that's the answer you need. Straight. The guy doesn't really go to church like that. But you didn't see it that way. So you can't tell me that so if he says uh, he's often tired, that tells me something about his personal relationship with God. Self. So if he tired to get up on a Sunday, but he's able to take you anywhere you want Saturday night till twelve, what does that what does that tell you about his relationship with God? If he can't go on a Sunday, but then if he now says, I just I just read this scripture today and I wanted to share with you. Come on, come on, pastor. Don't fall for it. <laughs> I think this thing was for you today. It was for you. I hope you have done all your repenting. So, I I can There's no. I I can give you some tips again if you want to. Single in Lagos in 2018, we did something ambitious. We did four topics in in two days. Um, how to be a fulfilling single, how to be a prepared single. Everybody's asking for, who is the right person? Are you the right person? Right. So. How to be a preparing single, then how to be a searching single. How do you, so in that, how do you uh, be a searching single? How do I, what are some of the tips? So I put some of them there, right? You um, as a person, but you can't do it all alone. Before we now get to the dating single, you can't do it all alone. The biggest advice I will give you is this you be in a healthy church, one, and in a healthy church, be plugged. I didn't say go on Sunday and get out be plugged, be part of the people there too. Three, identify people there that you want to be, that to mentor you, to submit to, to put your life under. And then you're also your contemporaries, counselors and contemporaries. And then when you have that, if there's somebody that you are interested in that is interested in you and all of that, quickly tell the person, these are the people you have to come and meet, or you have to talk to them. And you know, sometimes they may take both of you out, they may be looking at things that is how you do it in a multitude of counselors there is safety so if you want to try and find out a pretender bring them to people okay we have one
0: more question Ooh. sorry no you have to take oh, it, this one this
2: is necessary
1: it's like it's for the youth
0: <laughs> it is it's actually for the youth it's for the youth i don't know who are the youth um
1: that's uh, what's his name uh, Kano state governor said he's one of the youth <laughs> uh, yeah
2: so <laughs> i don't do i don't do too uh, mr governor i did not speak <laughs> I, I don't endorse that statement I don't whatever be <laughs> Alright.
1: I want to ask um, I am 20 years old and um, I find it very hard to say yes when asked out even though I really like the person and I wish to be in a relationship with the person hmm. and she just
2: she just says no automatically you are 20 years old that is you are in school Face, help me, help me, help me, because me, I, I have school fees that I'm paying. This is where it pays me. Can help? Face your book. Face your book. Face book. The best place to date somebody is in university. Actually, I'm taking, I'm joking about what I said. I wish we encouraged it more. I'm talking to you as a person, you are probably, I'm not saying you must settle for anyone that comes your way, there are all the different things, but I'll tell you, with all the people that are outside, are here, watching, right, it is so much more difficult outside. Let me tell you why you are in a unique position. For most of the people who are now outside of the university and working, first of all, work is a big issue. That is this is why I was saying that you don't have time to be experimenting and wasting your life on trying, you know, being in talking to somebody for eight months. Is <laughs> after eight months you've been talking, you now realize the person is one useless, you're not like I lost eight months of my life. <laughs> when I met you, I was 27. Now I'm 28.
0: <laughs> and I'm and,
2: and for eight months, and now you see I could have you understand. So so the people who are outside of university. The time they are able to give to spend with somebody that is potential, it's like it's like three percent to five percent of their week. So it becomes all these things we are putting: bring them to church, bring up, put all of those things. We are trying to help them mitigate against all the different ways they couldn't. When you are university, what do you do? Right now, I I met my wife outside of university. Right, so the the small friendships I had in university friendships, all right. We, you go to you go to class after the ah what's up where are you we go we go and eat we do and after we go and read at night together you understand there's enough time to be able to examine the person
1: <laughs> it's only judging.
2: no don't judge me <laughs> I don't know why
1: <laughs> no no continue
2: no, continue okay
0: correct okay correct okay, okay. okay. wow.
2: Well, you went to read. Oh, they we are <laughs> yeah, really judging you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we are, we are gaining in knowledge. Let's just put it that way. I became a Christian after my final year in university. So I should just say, all right. So that is the, the caveat. But my point is, imagine you're a Christian. People that I used to see a lot, of guys who are in fel- who are in fellowships. I see a lot of. The guys were in fellowships. They married a lot of people that they were in fellowships together. Mm-hmm. Till today, standing well. They knew each other very well. Why? Because you have enough time to be able to examine the person. Take them to your home. Part of the biggest problems, sadly, and I'm not saying this. Please don't hear this out there. I say, mommy, daddy, you are terrible people. No. You too, you make your own mistakes. But part of the biggest problem a, a generation of parents made was this. Read your book. Read your book. Don't talk about any ink Then you now come out of school. Where's your husband now?
0: <laughs>
2: it, do, you know, do you know it's possible? It's possible to read, finish with 2-1 and above, and have a relationship. Yes. It's possible. So I would say, don't just be dismissive to say no. Will your parents agree? They don't have to agree on on everything. You're already on your way. And let me tell you, your father, if you're a lady, your father will he will say no. He will say no first. Not most dads are not like Mr. Macaroni. Right? <laughs> that he will say yes first and then he will not change his mind after. It's actually the opposite. Ah, oh, poor Motunde. Ah oh, God. That girl should eventually find husband. Anyway. <laughs> most dads will first say no. They will say no. I've dealt with some of them and now they will be the ones that are dancing the most on the wedding day. So, so you have to be tactful with them. But I would say, get godly guys. Don't. Because now you have more time. So now you, you have more time to kiss. There's now more time to kiss. So you better put all of those. So it comes with no disadvantages. So the, so the same principles that govern godly, secure yourself, all of those things, but I'm also saying you do have a particular advantage, and you never know one of those people that is coming, may be willing to have a conversation, you may have student leaders, you may be you may part of a church and you can, there are older people in church that can help you. So I'm saying, no, be open, be open. Don't be foolish, but be open as well, because really that may be the most unique time., um, no, 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 no more questions.
0: This one is sweet, please. please. This is
2: the last. One. I read it. Take a good is the
0: question. Last, this is the last one. I promise.
2: Should we take it? Yeah. Yes. Last one. After that, you last put your phone. Fo- no, you put, put your put phone my in your coat. pocket. I put
0: my phone down. In, in your no, pocket. I
2: put. Okay.
0: All right. Okay, so <clears throat> God sort of like told me I'm um, to get married to someone. I don't believe in that kind of stuff, so I convinced myself it's cause I'm still attra- I'm still attracted to the person. We don't talk again though. Um, someone later confirmed it someone i don't like i've not spoken to about it before i'm still trying to convince myself that it's not what it is but now every time i try to get attached to someone else i feel like god keeps reminding me that it's not what he wants for me i haven't been able to get into any relationship with my full chest because i feel like i don't have god's full approval
1: i feel like you've spoken about this can if,
2: if, if you are the person can you quickly type whether that person is in another relationship
0: hello Quickly, is, is the person in
2: another relationship. <laughs> <laughs> because that will answer. Now, that will, that will we'll quickly take. Question. Okay, yes. I'll take. If the person is an is in another relationship, maybe God spoke to you before. He's not speaking to you now.
0: Mm. What yeah, if the person is
2: now sing, he's still single. Wait, now I'm finished. So if, Eh Well, yes, now but the person, hey, the person is, the person is married. One? though stop chasing another person's husband <laughs> or wife. Yeah. Person is married, so it's not God that's speaking to you. That's not God. It's another voice. Right? No, and I'm serious about that because let me, let me quickly dispel something that some of you would would, um, would probably it may offend you. But it's okay, I'm a pastor, we offend. My wife my wife I'm not sure I believe in this thing called soulmate.
0: This
2: soulmate, soulmate. This, you know, now let me explain what I mean by soulmate because my definition of soulmate may not be yours. There is this one person that I was meant to, and you know, she was taken. She was taken from my rib, my own rib. So, if it's someone, so, and then, so you now have this person you're married to. You now be like, this one is my wife, but she's not my rib. She's someone else's rib. I a mean, career exchange now? Because I, I think, I think let's write a book. Who Stole My Rib? In fact, that can be a prayer conference. Everybody that is with my rib. Everybody give up, return, fire for, you know all of those. My wife was God's person for me. How do I know? I'm married to her. I am. That's, that's how I know. Happily married. Now, could you... So there are sometimes we ask questions that we get foolish answers to them, not because the answers are foolish. It's because the question was foolish in the first place. Stop trying to think about a world where you are not in. Think about the world that you are in. Did I marry the wrong person? Stop living, about that living in the world about that other person that you, didn't, that you didn't marry. Okay, let's say you're married the wrong person. How do you know? The person beats you, the person whatever and all that. God has given you an exception. It's called divorce. If the person will not repent, you get out. And, and in my belief, you can still remarry after divorce. And maybe God creates that. Stop living a life of regret. A Christian should never live a life of regret. Christians should live a life of learning. I made mistakes. We all make mistakes. But we never live a life of regret. You know why? You know why? Because ultimately, in the future, in all eternity, we made the right choice. Mm-hmm. We will see on that day, every single mistake, every single suffering that you have gone through. You know what Romans eight twenty eight says about it? All of those things work together for the good of them who are called according to his purpose. So a Christian never lives a life of regret. And so many people, because you've adopted this whole soulmate theology, it's now, I made a mistake, my soulmate will be somebody. So no matter what, you now bring that into your mindset. So now you are with this person, Who is not a perfect person but is a person that has flaws and you start remembering that your soulmate never had those flaws. And you imagine a life with your soulmate that is not a life that can be because you are not with the person and you wouldn't be with the person. Some people become, they be with the person, but it's just that the person is married to somebody else and the person says, I can't leave that person, but you are my soulmate. My wife, you are my soulmate. Or my husband, you are my soulmate. No. The life you have is the life you have now. So if that person is married, forget that person. Look to who God is bringing for you. If that person isn't married, and you say God has told you that that person, I would say, okay, fine, maybe God has told you, but have you confirmed them? When you say somebody, other people have confirmed. I don't know how they could have confirmed when you are not in the relationship with the person. I don't know how. There are people that told me, people that I like, respect, they told me I should have been married to one person. It's not because God told them, it's because they like that person. That's the truth. The only way they can confirm is you come, you have spoken with the person as two of you are getting together or two of you are together and they can see certain things. So I would say don't don't hinge your life. If that person is married, move on. If that person isn't married, has there been a chance for both of you to come together? If that hasn't happened and I don't understand why, if the person is in Canada and you are here, the time zone is very long, It's very, very long. And maybe... You you like you are not in Canada because you like heat. Canada is cold, really cold. So you have to ask: Can you live in Canada? If you can't live in Canada, forget that soulmate nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> snow will snow will freeze your soulmate <laughs> <laughs> So my my point is, I don't want you guys to live here to think that Christianity is not spiritual. I don't I don't like people who try and go all super rational, right? Mm-hmm. Christianity doesn't make you pack your brain, and it doesn't make you park, that which you cannot get from a textbook, but it weaves them together in a very, very realistic sense. And so, again, could God speak to you by, and give you impressions and all of those things? Yes, but that's never enough. There are other things that need to be put in place. There are other things that, if the person is not around, if the person is not seeing what you are seeing, don't be waiting. Mm-hmm. Right? And don't endlessly be waiting. Be open to other people and don't judge all of them by that person. Everyone has their own flaws. It's just that some people's flaws are more fundamental than others, Park those ones away. But the one who have, the funda- who have fundamentally answered the right question, you'll be amazed how much you grow in affection for people because of commitment. As my wife likes to say, it's not, commi- it's not love that drives commitment. Commitment drives love. You know, sometimes it's the committing to this person. I told my wife on our 11th anniversary, I said, I'm more in love with her now than I was when we first started. It's just true it grows more and more. So this person that you think, oh, that one is my soulmate, but this other one, even though they are answering all the right questions and this small command here and there, but you, you are not the one God has told me about. That person may be the one. So I try to answer a question depending on the two scenarios. I hope I've um, done that. Thank you all so much for your patience. No. no I'm joking. Yeah. Thank you all so much for your patience. <laughs> I'll leave it to the two Ojugos to now help us. <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, no. Sorry, before I go on. Mm-hmm. You're single, aren't you? Yes.
1: Oh, I don't appreciate it. You're single, aren't you? I feel, I feel you?
2: attacked, sir. So and you both wear glasses. <laughs> I feel an impression. <laughs> that by the power vested in me, I bet close this meeting. I confirm it. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to the Gospel in Lagos. We pray you've been blessed by this message. To learn more about City Church, visit www.citychurchlagos.com. City Church. Love Jesus. Love people. Love Lagos.